Welcome to Charm the Water. My name is Aaron David. This is Day of Mercury. So we uh, took a bit of drawdown last night on the trade, the Euro USD trade that I've been talking about forever. This uh, opened up December 17th. We took a couple of positions. Those two positions, as I'm talking, <laughs> are the only two left in a little bit, tiny bit of drawdown. Uh, we have four positions built in below those that are all in very good profit now. I may excuse me, close one of the positions today. The coffee's trying to come back up. We'll have to try to get it down a little bit. Ah, yes. So, uh, yeah. This has been like the longest trade ever. But it's great now that I, we're in profit. Um, it's great because most people aren't making money in the market. They take this time of year off because markets are so weird and there's so many bank holidays and so little economic news. And uh, it's just a good time to not trade. Me, you know, I always go the opposite way. So this has been a good strategy for my first Christmas, my first rodeo as a Forex trader. A real Forex trader. <laughs> it's been a couple of years we're trying to do this shit in demo. And it wasn't going good. Well, now we're doing it with live funds and it's going good. So at this point, I am a real... <laughs> it's taken so long. It's taken so long and it's killed my back, but we made it. All right. Um, so I want that to go up to, I want it to take the liquidity resting above the highs. We're still not there. Uh, we're up there. Last night came down. Well, the Fibonacci I was using yesterday got broken. So we had to go back to the one we had used previously that I'd mentioned previously anchored on December 17th at 20 hundred and the top of the anchor is December 23rd at zero. I think that's the same top anchor we we'd used previously but this expands the range a bit and you can see the last night London pushed down below our equilibrium down into the below even the 62% level. But the good sign is the last eight hours, uh, we've had a rejection, hard rejection from that point. And we're hovering around back up at these old highs. This huge area of consolidation that has been going on for six weeks. So what's going on here is not a, not a whole lot. <laughs> But there is a building of orders and these are going to come screaming out of there like a bat out of hell come 
as late as February. It could happen at any time. Nobody knows. But uh, since my mentor is returning the first Friday in February, uh, I'm going to be looking to that as that's the time the train really fucking hauls ass out of the station. But it could happen uh, before that with this trade. And we don't need it to do much. We're well in profit now. It's just like I want more payout for holding this long. I'm not going to take the first profits that come. As I said, I may close one position today. Alright, so... uh, The evening of Monday, December 20th, uh, I did a divination. That night is the night Kelly had the shadow figure visitor in her bedroom. And this shadow figure was recreating the image for Aquarius Deccan 1. I have spent, this is now December 29th. I have spent so much time with this. Trying to figure out why did that happen? What does it mean? What is our friend shadow figure that has visited us so many visited us so many times since Mars Hill? What's he trying to get across to us? Because in the past we have not understood a lot of what what the shadow figure is up to. Um, you know these they're kind of like they are. I said this before. They're like the Zen master giving the Zen student a koan and. Christian apologists that I used to be into when I was a five-point Calvinist did not like uh, Eastern philosophy, Eastern religion, uh, and stuff like Zen koans because they were dangerous, because they attacked the logical mind. Well, now, where I'm sitting today, um, I had always been drawn to authors like Jorge Borges, Rabelais, Lawrence Stern, um, uh, the guy that wrote uh, Don Quixote, Cervantes, um, and many others. On all of these, together with some ancient philosophers that like to play with uh, paradox. It's like paradox is the whole, the doorway in reason. And if you walk through, it's going to collapse on itself. Um, Religions are a logic that's based on uh, language. And especially with the Bible, they don't realize they're book worshippers. They're not God worshippers. They're book worshippers. They're idolatrists. And uh, it's logic. It's an idealization of logic. And it's broken. And... Because there are paradoxes there that can be pointed out. And some of the ancient philosophers, I'm sure, had a lot of fun doing that. And it's fun to do. It's fun to hand people a Zen koan that's just going to really keep them up for weeks on end thinking about what the fuck. (laughs) And that's exactly what this type of experience is. not my first rodeo here. Uh, the Venus initiation, you know, that was one I sat with for a few years. It kept me up at <laughs> night. Uh, but yeah, so now that sometimes um, 
in between it happening on the night of the 20th, now we're at the 29th, I've kind of spun my wheels. So I've dug my heels into geomancy, into astrology, realizing how little I know about astrology and uh, realizing I need to educate myself there to be a better hermeticist and uh, to be able to have a better online communication system. So that's kind of been an eye-opening a consequence of this happening. Positive consequence. Like anytime you learn more, you know, learn deeper. And it's amazing to me, astrology is a lot like retail trading, technical analysis. Because especially in the past, a lot of the financial world doesn't even believe in technical analysis. They look at it as something akin to astrology. Uh, And if you're just using the known retail tools and you don't have the right narrative, uh, yeah, you're going to, it is, you're totally blind. You're blind, blind, blind. Um, But if you understand market structure and what's actually happening on these candlestick charts, not a lot of people do. And so the, the true price action readers that are mentoring people, they are creating um, a people that can go out and garner respect and show that this this is not fantasy. This isn't like some kind of pseudoscience that's woo-woo. This is absolutely high probability forecasting with a strike rate that's way fucking better than your local newscaster, the weather guy on your local news, I'm sitting at like a 91% win rate. So uh, deal with it. Uh, It's real. (laughs) And I'm beginning to see through this experience, the 20th, I've not had a lot of interest in astrology. Um, One, it's got like trading a big learning curve. And two, there's a lot of horse shit out there being sold as education. That's so similar to uh, what's around the financial world. Um, What is this wanting to do? So uh, what I picked up, two things. Last night I discovered what the vertex was and the anti-vertex. So prior to last night, I had no idea. I'd seen it on the chart, but I didn't know what it was. And uh, when I looked at it, now remember that Kelly's shadow figure crouched holding out a bag with a light blue number 15, dingy white colored bag. So. Uh, that is the magical image for Aquarius deck in one. And I took it to 15 to mean 15 degrees. So I've been exploring that area. Well, I pull up my natal chart to look at this vertex and anti-vertex. My vertex falls on Leo in the eighth house. The anti-vertex is, uh, Aquarius... 15 degrees in the second house conjunct 
Venus in the second house. So going back to that reading that I did, uh, it was that Tuesday, the next day, the 21st, I did a tarot reading immediately asking what was Kelly's mystical experience about? What was this shadow figure with the bag? What was that about? And the cards I pulled were the Empress, Venus, and then the Three of Wands, which is Sun and Aries, and then uh, Four of Disc, which is my card, Sun and Capricorn, and finally uh, Six of Swords, uh, which is extraordinarily in interesting because that corresponds uh, to this area of time a Deccan one shows and if we uh, look at tarot and how it's laid out over time uh, and decanally we see the the ruler of this area particularly the four of disc the five of swords and the six of swords the ruler of those cards is the uh, prince of swords so a figure emerges from that tarot reading who is the figure well it sounds a hell of a lot like me if you read the description <laughs> but uh yeah the extraordinarily interesting uh in that this is in now i see in relation to the vertex and anti-vertex i mean i was looking hard for something that hit 15 degrees aquarius and i think there was uh you know, we're trying to project that forward in time. Well, it comes through the uh, the zodiacal signs regularly. You know, every two hours it changes. So you're hitting it multiple times uh, in the houses uh, a day. I think it goes by quickly. So um, you know, me finding this a better sort of concrete reference point and one that even makes the tarot reading make more sense with Venus there and Venus is conjunct the anti-vertex 15 degrees Aquarius now what the vertex and anti-vertex there's not a whole lot out there I've not seen anything yet I haven't read Chris Brennan's book cover to cover I don't know if this concept was around in Hellenistic astrology I have no idea. I'm not really astrologically literate, so I don't know. Uh, but um, the notion there is it's a faded encounter. And so if we look at Leo in 8th house and uh, the relation to Scorpio and what went down for me in my Venus initiation, July 15th, 2016, at around... 10:21 p.m. hour of venus my venus initiation when we look and see what scorpio was up to that night and this being venus and this this essentially i don't know man it got deep real deep real quick quick astrologically and scorpio here i also have scorpio uh uh well it just seems to be present all over the place so yeah uh, that's fascinating but the simplest so the shadow figure mentor whatever he is we'll call him supernatural assistant I don't know uh, whatever he is 
he had to know showing me this I don't I'm not an I'm not adept at astrology in the least but this was a way to push me along in that direction and serve multiple purposes which is what these uh, mystical encounters seem to do they just kind of blossom out into the future uh, the term was given to me one night inexplicable darkness well light is just the opposite inexplicable has an etymology that reflects the notion of cannot be unfolded light however is uh you know in the golden dawn everybody says light and extension so those are fascinating things and these mystical experiences seem to just extend out be archetypal um just keep uh emanating themselves out in ways that change the mind change your outlook on stuff change your life um keyword change stuff and this is particularly what scorpio uh brings transformation uh initiation and uh, such and so forth things that people generally do not want to experience because they are so extraordinarily disruptive you know do you want a new doctor who do you want him his current form to pass away and him to be reborn maybe you do maybe you don't like this doctor who maybe you want that but that's inevitable we're all doctor who's oh my god we are above that level i am closing i'm closing am i closing one position no what there's only we're almost entirely out of drawdown and just that alone gives us a pretty enormous profit i don't even know what now exactly because me making another deposit uh that's one good thing about my fx book it'll sort all of that and keep the numbers straight for me so that's excellent and if you want to check out my fx book and see what i'm doing man i can't fuck with these numbers this that my fx books is uh excellent for being able to show the public what you do and yeah, that's what it's for and so uh i will link it in i want to do this with every show just link it in for it if you don't believe me the words coming out of my mouth go look at my fx book because i am doing what i say i am doing and it's with live funds and it is fantastic to arrive at this level of professionalism where the trader has mastered their passions their emotions they've conquered them they're in control i'm not jumping up and down and i'm not rolling on the floor crying when i'm in drawdown i mean i'm pretty happy though <laughs> all right 
Until next time, <laughs> I gotta go think about when to close this. Like really, I do need to run the percentage count. Count. Let's do that now. So I've got a new. I've got a new number for the account with that deposit, and I need to know. Let's just see what twenty-five percent. So that's what I've been shooting for for a week. Now wait a minute. Let's let's think about this. So I've been holding this for pretty much two weeks. My God, it seems like so much longer. So let's say I would at least, if we want to just you know keep up our work week, we've been doing 25% a week. So 50%, wow. Uh, that's quite a ways away from where we're at now. I mean, if we got to that, that would be ridiculous. It could happen. I'm going to keep holding. I mean, because I, I, I think we're going to continue up. That's what I've been saying. That was the original idea. And even the shadow figure says, hold the bag. I think. I don't really know what he's talking about. I don't know why he just doesn't talk. They can't talk. I, I don't know. Maybe they can. I don't know what's going on there. It's something though. Something to get you thinking. Like one of them Zen Cullens. Now the translations of the uh, like Buddhist koans, they don't work on you like like this it's, it loses something in translation they're not as impactful you got to go back to the uh, the old guys in Rome to get some really zippity doodahs call them in paradox injections yes all right I'm getting out of here it's 10 o'clock So, uh, we are um, coming out of, is this right? I'm trying to remember if I adjusted these for daylight savings. I think my kill zones are working out. So, I was going to say we should expect a retracement. We could have one coming up around 10.30. And they if we're going to continue up a continuation up, we, we could get a little retracement here. Around 10.30ish. But, man, it's hauling ass. I'm looking at this four hour. I'm even looking at the monthly. The monthly... <clears throat> I mean, it's got quite a bit of room to move up. And we got a big wick on the bottom of the monthly candle weekly you know I mean we're still in that six week horrible range but we're at the top end of it we can just push through it push on up of course if we're going to continue down <clears throat> we might push up above and then immediately like jump off a cliff so when we do hit up to my uh 
my profit objective, I want to get out quick. I'm just watching it. It's just continuing up. We hit the 1.1350. Looks like we're going to go above it. The ADR has been blown out. So uh, the ADR has been left behind. Wow. No, I just got to keep that in mind. I mean, it it looks like, oh, wow, I'm in profit. I should get out. But realistically, that would not be a good paycheck for the amount of time we put into this. So I need to just be patient and hold the bag. All right. Until next time. Mm -hmm.